Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Here's the thing, it's funny, and we could talk about this. I got all these people that keep telling me, man, be safe. Hope you're safe. I'm in a safer environment than all you clowns. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I got tested yes last night. Oh, well, is that right? And I was a you know, good I had a, I had a good test. Didn't I don't have it. Mm-hmm. But you get tested every day or, or every other day? Yeah, well, Sunday was a day that most of us reporters got here, and so it was kind of an ordeal. But I will show you this. Very nice. Like this. You heard it you heard it here first, fellas. So here was my breakfast. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's not too bad. So the two percent milk was actually whole milk. Mm-hmm. Um oh turkey sausage. Instead of a blueberry muffin, I got a. Uh, bagel, which is cool. So they give you a decent amount of food and I don't think they expect you to eat all of it and I'm not, but like this is part of my lunch. I haven't eaten it yet. Mm -hmm. Nice little salad, you know? I got like a a tuna fish wrap, which I was excited about that, believe it or not. I got a veggie wrap, which I didn't eat yet, but I put it in the refrigerator. Never know. And then they gave me like (laughs) A cookie. I, I I ain't eating a cookie. I'm gonna work out later. I hate the test, Mark. I I mean, so the food's been the food's been okay. Um, I got tested last night, and it was like a strange experience out of some sci-fi movie. Yeah, hey everybody, and welcome to another <laughs> version of of Bill Rodino Sports. You've already been hearing this candid, uh, exclusive first interview with the great Mark Spears, our guest. But let me. Uh, I'm here, upstate New York, in an undisclosed and safe location. You safe, Bill, right? I guess. Okay. You know, uh, Jamal Murphy down in Brooklyn holding it down. Murph, what's going on? I'm good. I'm good. You know, cases not not spiking up in New York yet again. So for the time being, I'm okay. I know. They said nobody died. (laughs) That's kind of They say, like, yeah, nobody died today. He said, shit. And then, of course, we got... uh, the wonderful Aaron Matthewson in Harlem, where, where we know, yeah, ain't no tell what's going oh, on I in Harlem. I have a DVD. I have well, a VCR. Nobody's she dying. V, she got a VCR player behind her. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> <laughs> not not a DVD. She got a VCR, VHS tape player. It's my room, but I have not tried it. I'm sure. I, I'm and the thing is, I got the same machine, but I've got an excuse. But I mean... <laughs> But no, that's good. I mean, does it work? Oh, you said that was your roommate, your quote unquote roommate. But anyway, let's let's get right into uh, uh, our our guest, uh, the great and legendary Mark Spears, who uh, senior basketball writer, extraordinaire, columnist uh, for un, uh, for the undefeated, break stories, does just just uh, just a tremendous volume and quality of work for the undefeated. He actually keeps the pages filled. If it wasn't for Spears, man, he's got to wear with you, making shit up, you know. So, hey, Mark, welcome, man. And Mark is is joining us from the bubble down Orlando. So, man, this is like 
legendary, man. So what's what's it? You know, you've been kind of telling this stuff, but just for people wondering about it, is, is it what you envision? Uh, I don't know because I haven't got to see anything yet. Right. You know, really, like so. Going back to what I so I, I get off. I'll, t- I'll just like tell you the whole thing because I think you guys find this interesting. Uh, I get off the plane. There's a dude waiting for me with an NBA sign. I get my bags. He takes me and only me in a van um, to the uh, Disney facility. We're staying at a hotel called Coronado Springs. And there was literally two checkpoints when we got in. So they ain't messing around, man. Like people talking about sneaking folks in and this, that, and the third. And perhaps you can, but is it worth it? Like, because you're probably going to get caught, you know, is it worth the embarrassment that comes with it? And so I had to wait for my room and because uh, I mentioned the bed situation and they had a free subway sandwich waiting for you. And so this is, let me show you this. Hold on real quick. Wow. Huh. So I got a key to the room. This is Hmm. the actual key to the room. It's a watch. Wow. So you put the band on and you go to your door and you go like that. And obviously it's Mickey Mouse and you open the front door. That's how you open the door. But because um, I started my quarantine yesterday, I got driven over here, got my bags, got in the room. They gave me like a case of water, a case of Gatorade, a case of soda and stuff. I don't really drink soda like that. Now, you know how your boy is, Bill. I brought my own uh, stash of a Okay. Vino, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's key. Actually, that's key in any quarantine. I actually got a wine suitcase, so I brought 10 bottles from Napa. Mm. And I got my wine refrigerator. I got a mini wine refrigerator coming. So if I'm gonna be here for like three months, at least wait, I got a wine refrigerator wait, for it. Mark, how did you get all that shit through security? <laughs> no, I I checked it in. It's BYOB. <laughs> <laughs> Courtesy oh, wow. of my people at Charles Krug Winery. Oh, yeah. wow. So it holds, oh, wow. this holds 10 bottles. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. So then I took it, I checked it in like regular security and brought it wow. with me. Wow. So and let me then, ask you, um, so you got to stay there. You cannot leave your room? For a week. Okay. You have to stay in that room for a week? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Now, now what's the what's the rationale? Because Because... Forever, they've been telling us, or the the medical people have been telling us, fourteen days quarantine. So you guys have to stay in your room for seven days. That's the deal. Yeah, but we're getting tested every day. Mm. Oh, okay, okay. So wait a minute, wait. You can't go downstairs. I can't walk out the door. <laughs> Man, that's damn. That's like so they're, they're not. I'm I'm Mr. Road, and they're not playing here, man. Like, we're getting tested every day. If, if I were to leave the room. So did you see what happened with Bruno Cabocola from the uh, Rockets today? He broke his quarantine, so he had to do eight days, more days. Oh, shit. So the player's supposed to do 36 <laughs> hours because they're being getting tested already. 
Wow. Media hasn't been getting tested already, so they're making us do it for seven days. So, oh my God. but you're so last night there was these ladies look like astronauts came to the room. Gave me like a um, little thing in my tongue, both nostrils. It, it didn't hurt. It was real quick. Probably took them twenty seconds, and then they put it in a tube, the like swabs in a tube, and I got emailed the results today. Um, so they gave us this thermometer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess we're supposed to check our temperature. I haven't done that yet. And then they gave us this, which is a contraption to, uh, I guess, do my heart heart rate or something. But when I get through, um, after a week. They give us a badge that on the badge has this little thing on it that if I'm within six feet of somebody within right. more than like 10 seconds, it starts beeping. Oh, wow. Whoa. They ain't playing, man. <laughs> like, Damn. Like, so everybody asking them to tell me, be safe, be safe, be safe. I'm need to tell them to be safe. This is the safest, to me, the safest place I know of on earth. You know? Yeah. Like, they, like, so and then when, when I get out, you have to wear a mask. Like I wear a mask when I open the door and grab my food or whatever. Everybody here has a mask. Um, everyone here is getting tested. Even the workers that are coming in and out, they're getting tested. Mm. Um, and they're just dropping stuff off. So you really don't get in contact with them. I, I saw them dropping off food yesterday. And um, one guy helped me with my bags, but that was before I started quarantining, you know. Uh, uh, and uh, but he had a mask on, and I lysoled the bag as soon as I got you know moved to my other room. But uh, like they, the one thing that I'm kind of disappointed about, I'm not going to gripe about the food. The food is fine, whatever. Just say Ruth Chris. I understand that, you know. Right. And it does get, and I'll show you guys this. It does get better after we get out. So this is like the restaurant we could get used, and they got oh yeah, much better choices. Okay, Impossible Burger, it's New York steak. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But Mark, are you guys gonna are you are you gonna be able to eat with other reporters? Yeah, but at a, a distance. Mm. Oh, okay, I think, All right. I, you know what? I might have to eat in my room. I'm not sure. I haven't got that far yet. Yeah. So, like, what about the workflow? When do you? What, what's going to be the, your um, contact with players? I mean, and practice and things like that. Well, once I'm able to go to practice, like, we have to let them know what practices we want to go to in advance and what games we want to go to, and there'll be a bus that will take us to these practices. And if you say you're going, you have to go. Like, they only have a certain amount of space at the games, they only have a certain amount of space at the, like, they want to know who's coming to practice. If I need a player, I got to like ask the PR staff for them. You can't just like go up there and yell, yo, Giannis, can I talk to you? No. That's the thing that, that I think sucks for somebody like myself, like someone that has, you know, thankfully I've been blessed with to be able to get relationships with players, but I still got to go through the team for everything. I can oh, really? get one-on-ones at practices, but they have to be cleared by the team. No, 
no walkaways. You can't go in the locker room. You can't go meet them by the bus. And then another thing is I can't even like, like um, Monty Williams is like, yeah, man, I, I would love for you to come fishing with me. I can't do it. Where are they going fishing? Oh, the the, the players, the, go look at some on social media. They've been fishing. Really? Fishing where? On the grounds? Yeah. They got fishing ponds. You can't do that now? Or you, or could you do it in seven days? Or just period? You can't do it. I, I can't. The only interaction I'm supposed to have with any players, team coaches, team personnel, or even referees is only at practices and games. That's it. Wow. This is deep, man. So what's the schedule? So, I mean, so like, people weren't, you know, like, they ain't playing, man. Like, I'm getting tested, and I still can't barely get around these cats. Right. Uh, I can't, we can't go to their hotels. Now, where are they? I'd love to see where they live. They look, I mean, where, oh, where, I, what does it look like? It well, must be. I would describe our hotel as, like, staying at a, a, a courtyard. Okay. A Ramada. Right. right. It's all right, you know. Right. You've seen it before. Yeah. Where they're staying at is a brand, well, the top teams record-wise got the first choice, and they're staying at a brand-new hotel called the Grand Destino, which is like staying at the Ritz-Carlton. Mm. Okay. So they probably have suites. Yeah. They, got nice, they probably got much nicer rooms than what we got. Mm. But now they can't bring wives, right? Um, yes, they can, but not until the second round. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you think about it, by the time when you get to the second round, there's only eight teams left. Mm. Each team is bringing 35 people. So they got 22 teams times 35 is roughly 480, I think. Mm. Um, but when 14 of those teams leave, then that allows uh, a lot of people are gone. So every player and players only, not the coaches, not the other staff that are here, like they could bring one to three people. One to three? Yeah. And where will they stay? And they could bring more, but they had to be like family members or... Quote, unquote, unquote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, so they, they could bring one to three people, but like say LeBron, who has three kids and a wife, I think they would yeah. make an exception for them. Uh, you would think. Yeah. Right. LeBron, you know. Yeah. Man, it's, you know, I guess it's part but, of it. But, but I'm going to stop you there, too. Because, uh, look, regardless to who is coming in after the second round, they got to quarantine for a week like me. So wow, really? do they want to do all that? Exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. They might be like, eh. We'll just catch you when you get back. Cause so what could be interesting is what if you have – two teams that are going to a game seven and families on both sides, girlfriends right. on both sides are quarantining for a week in hopes that <laughs> when their team wins this game seven, that they could go into the bubble. Somebody's going to lose and somebody's going to be mad. You right. saying <laughs> quarantining for six days but nothing, and y'all lost? <laughs> You better take me to Disney World right now before we go home. Like, and that's and that. So I think the reality show of this will will certainly get more and more interesting with each passing day. 
Well, this is, man, it's so exciting. You know, there's a part of me, Mark, that I'm sort of like, you know, jealous because just the journalist of me would yeah. love to be there. You know, uh, the other part of me is, well, I don't know, but the journalist part of me, because it's just so, this is unique, man. I mean, it's like never happened before. Yeah. I think all eyes are going to be on it. So this is quite a unique uh, experience just as a journalist, man. This is like a great, a great thing to be at to, to observe, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like, you know how you go to Olympics for a long time, but it won't even be this long. Like 20 years from now, hopefully we're all here still breathing. We could do this podcast again and talk about it. Like, man, remember when you was like, like it's, it's going to be like, yeah, man, we know he was in the bubble, right? Like that's a good like bar, bar conversation when we're able to go to bars again. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel really honored to be here, to be one of the chosen few, to have this opportunity. In terms of just reporters, I think there's like less than 20. Oh, really? So one for each? Well, ESPN got to have a lot, right? Because they're one yeah, of the. So right now, but like there's some people that are going to come later. Mm-hmm. But in terms of right now, it's me and Rachel Nichols are quarantining. And Malika is already through. Oh wow! So that's why you're seeing Malika on TV so much. Wearing wearing her out, right? Mm. Is because she's um she she came early because she was one had to be available when the team started to arrive. Mm. Right. So that's but great. I, this is the first day I've been here. I was on Sports Center once this afternoon, and I'm gonna be on Sports Center again this evening. <laughs> so they they're gonna use me. Oh yeah. Well, so, oh, but you got you got to do sports center from your room. Yeah, I did it from my room. Oh, uh, I'm just uh, just for me, man. I mean, what do you that shit that kind of drive me up the wall, man? I just have to be in one room. Well, I mean, but like, if you think about it, we've really been kind of quarantining for a while anyway, right? Not me. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean what, what, Bill? What? I mean, I've been quarantining, but I've been like in my car, like you know, driving across country. Yeah. Driving, for, yeah, I've been, I've, my, I've been using yeah. my car as sort of my, you know, my thing, going out in the balcony or something like yeah. that. But, uh, you know, I mean, well, I, for me, like what I was doing back home, I was going to, I guess I could say it now because I'm not home, but I, had, I was going to uh, the Alameda, the old Alameda Naval Air Base, mm. which was extremely airy. It's like almost like a closed airport, former airport. So there was a lot of room to walk around and nobody be around my boy Al. Uh, he was walking, me and him were social distancing with masks, walking mm. like every day for the last three months. And so that was like good mentally to like do that and walk around and kind of get my head right, you know, and then go back home. Mm. But I was working, doing what I needed to do. Only time I was really going to the store was to get groceries or stuff that I needed. I just started like going, sitting outside of restaurants Mm-hmm. some of my friends and stuff like that but the experience is terrible because they just ain't on plates you know what I mean like it's it's all like takeout even though I'm sitting outside but it was cool to just sit with them even from a distance and eat and talk and, and I, you know I got my test so I didn't get sick you know? <laughs> yeah. what, what do you what do you think about the competition uh, how do you think this weirdness is going to affect the competition do you think the favorites are going to be the favorites, you know. I mean, because it's going to be weird, um, right? I, well, I think the biggest thing that's going to affect teams is one having the right mentality. Yeah, 
you know, you got to come here knowing that it's going to be a little uncomfortable. And I think the teams that have the bet, the more positive attitude will probably have more positive results. You know, if you come here and you're complaining about the food or not being home or like letting that mentally affect you, then I think, you know, and that could have an adverse effect on a team. Um, you know, Rondo got, so there's going to be injuries. Rondo broke his what, thumb yesterday and he's out six to eight weeks and they're, you know, and the Lakers are already out with, without Avery Bradley. So that's, you know, a big loss, huge loss. I mean, basically like the Lakers starting backcourt is out, right? Um, that's a huge loss for the Lakers. You know, injuries are going to be an issue. And then you got stuff like, you know, Russell Westbrook didn't pass the test. So he's not even right. here yet. Right. Really? Yeah. So he, you know, so he's, he, when he shows up, who knows? Um, you know, that's going to have a negative impact on their team, on the Rockets. Although, you know, maybe because you're playing these eight games and they're in, that though you feel like they're going to be fine, but where the Rockets might could be affected is um, in seeding. You know, like these eight games are are important for seeding reasons. Um, if a team does really well and another team good bet does bad, it, they so one team can move up in the in the seedings and another one can move down. There's a lot of teams that are still close to each other, so these eight games matter. Um, so we'll we'll see how that plays out, but I, right now I really like the Clippers. Really, I, I just I just like the Clippers because um, they appear to be healthy. I think they'll have the right mind frame. Uh, they have a star in Kawhi, who's a quiet star, um, and they have another one that's kind of similar in Paul George, who will follow that lead. And then they got a great bench. Um, I, I just think. And they got size when they need size. They, they, they're loaded. Um, do they have a big-time score in the post? No, but basketball is not that way anymore. So I, I, I really like the Clippers a lot in terms of being the best team out of the, out of the West and making it. <clears throat> in terms of the East, it could probably be, shoot, Bucks got a shot, of course. Boston is now healthy. Kemba's healthy. Toronto, do not sleep on them. They got a chip on their shoulder, and they are the champs. Right. And, you know, you got to kind of consider Philly, too. You know, Philly, if Embiid and Simmons, you got to remember, they took them, they took the Raptors to a game seven, right? Or a game six. I forgot yeah, what game, game yeah. it was. Yeah, game seven. So that could have easily been Philly, you know, that game in went into overtime or something, you know? So um, I, I think this is uh, going to be extremely interesting from beginning to end. And it'll be interesting to see who, who gets in for the eighth spot in the West. Although Memphis got such a big lead, it's going to be hard to overcome if they play decent. Right. If Memphis wins, if they split or, or win five games, I think it'll be. They'll be in. But who knows? Let me ask you. You mentioned you mentioned the uh, like the the injuries and you know this is a a weird situation because the guys have had you know basically an off season uh, about four months off. Mm -hmm. So you have all these guys who were hurt 
who are now who are now you know at least saying they're healthy like Paul George uh, from the Clippers. You got ben, uh, ben Simmons was hurt when we last left off in March. I'm wondering if he's going to be okay. Uh, you mentioned Kemba Walker. Like what what kind of factor do you think that'll play into it? I think the fact that they had all this time off, like their legs might be a little weary during those eight games, but their bodies got to be a lot healthier. Right. You know, um, I saw Ben Simmons. You see Ben Simmons fish the other day? No. So he caught a fish and was ha- and threw it back, but then dropped it on the floor trying to throw it back. <laughs> he couldn't even throw the he couldn't throw the fish in the ocean. Bad hands. He just like oh man. He's like oh I caught this fish and he unhooked it. And he threw it and then he gave he probably gave the uh, fish a concussion on the way back. <laughs> threw the fish and it hit his head on the on the floor. Then bounced into the water. Uh, the damn you, my love. It was like it was like a three point shot or something. Yeah, yeah I didn't say <laughs> that. He said it. Hey, hey, so so so. You know, one of the things I, I like, I mean, I'm really eager to see about this. You know, you you grew up playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, and, but most of your career was spent in these situations, in practice. I mean, you know, you don't play in front of all these people. Most of your career is spent yeah. in these situations. And I always thought that some of your most intense sessions are in practice, you know, without the lights, without the crowd, because you're really going at each other and saying things you probably wouldn't say and you hear stuff. What do you think that's going to be like? And and do you think some team may really benefit from that, but just kind of getting back to pure competition and not the, the lights and the, you know, the showmanship and all that, just really getting into pure basketball? Well, I've, I've, I'm, I'm sure the NBA, is, I'm hearing going to be really, really creative in terms of the environment. Um, I'm hearing that, they're going to have like fake seats where the fans, you could actually see them in the crowd and they're going to have access to the game watching on their phone. It looks, it's going to be like looking like this. So I think they're going to be fans in the crowd and you could hear them. Now, obviously somebody could do something crazy and something stupid or oh guy, you know, curse or do something lewd. Which, but I think they're going to try to do something to give it, uh, um, like some kind of home atmosphere. You mean like the NFL did the draft? Yeah, something like that. You know, but 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 you know how it is, Bill. Like, look, remember the Dream Team when they practiced? Yeah, there wasn't no crowd there, and that was intense. Yeah, right, right. So I think once the ball bounces, like. The crowd can't take no shots. And unlike football and baseball, you're not playing outside. So I, I kind of been one of those people that, I mean, when I was in college and I was okay, I like playing on the road because people talk more stuff on the road, you know? Um, and to me at home, you have more distractions. Well, there's no distractions here. It's just going to be hoop. Yeah, right. And as somebody, I want to say it was, um, maybe it was Chris Middleton who said earlier today, he's like, we play intense pickup basketball all the time. You yeah. know, in AAU, you might have played games and wasn't nobody there and it was intense. So I don't think these games are going to lack in intensity or be weird because they're not fans there. It's going to be weird because of the environment. Or maybe it is a little weird because of but I don't think because somebody's not yelling at me or clapping for me or the DJ, I'm used to hearing that the game is a plan, that I'm not going, you know, 
play well or you know play hard, I think they'll be those games are going to be intense. And, and in fact, I think it'll be interesting because you might be able to hear more than you typically would. Yeah. Um, hear you know from from the players talking trash to each other, which I'm really looking forward to that part. Do you see it more like a neutral? you know, taking on like a neutral setting, almost like, you know, NCAA tournament, since there really will be no home team, no true away team. And do you think that makes uh, Well, I think the environment, the digital environment, they're going to make it feel like it's a home game for that team. Okay. And I'm a, you know, I'm a big Premier League soccer fan, but they're playing in like their own stadiums, but they do stuff to, you know, make you feel like, you know, like maybe there's, um, I, I I wish I wonder if there's a way from afar that they can incorporate the local DJs for the teams, mm-hmm. um, the guys that they're used to hearing and the guys that are playing during the games or the same organist that you hear at the Lakers game. Like I, I, we'll see what they end up doing, but I think they're gonna you know do the best they can under the circumstances to kind of at least give them a feel like you know you heard stuff about well. Um, the team with the higher seed gets extra foul or I don't know if you need to do all that. Like, I don't like playing with the rules like that. Right. um, I think a a lot is going to be revealed soon that that is still a work in progress. Yeah. Well, it's going to be great stuff, man. You know, I mean, uh, you know, you look at uh, 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 NBA... uh, 2K. Yeah. 20. Yeah, there's already a precedent for this stuff yeah <laughs> oh wow oh, you brought your you brought your playstation yeah oh you yeah. gotta do that oh wow no that's gonna be great but well, you know yeah you, you know you said i'd be entertained i got my playstation i got my wine yeah got my, right. you know i'm a big coffee guy so i grind my own beans so i got my coffee maker and my coffee coming in my grinder okay i gotta All make right. it like home man yeah well you know i mean you know we find we find a way to create our own shot uh yeah. But, you know, I was just saying that P2K, they've already got the format there with the crowd noise, the fans. Uh, and the I, and I, believe it or not, I think they're going to make it look a lot like that. Yeah. Gonna, I think they're going to incorporate a lot of the 2K stuff. Well, man, this is very exciting, Mark. I can't wait. So when do you, when, what's going to be your first, uh, you've done Sports Center, you're going to do Sports Center tonight. When are you going to actually, when are the games starting and what's the schedule? Um, I believe on the the twentieth. I think they start playing like preseason scrimmages. They're calling them scrimmages. Mm-hmm. So we get cleared on the nineteenth. I believe. I think the twenty first. Maybe the scrimmages start, and so we'll start going to them, watching the guys play. That'll be cool. And then on the thirtieth, we got Utah versus the Pelicans, followed by Lakers Clippers. So, wow, let's go. Uh, it, now is Port is Portland there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I need. Uh, I'll text you. I need there's, you to do me a there's a team that I think could make it interesting. I think it's going to be the Blazers. Well, Melo looks like he's in that, great shape. Well, here's the thing: the last, keep this in in the back of your head. The last time the Lakers and the Blazers played, it was, it was on the night that was the first night after Kobe Bryant passed right. that the Lakers played on, Dane Lillard had 48. Hmm. And this was, I believe, with Rondo and Avery Bradley available. 
Right. So if, if that's a team that the Lakers get in the first round, there could be an issue there. Let me ask you this. So when we, when this is all said and done and we have a champion, you know, what's your view of the whole asterisk? Are people going to take it? Yeah, they need to give them a big asterisk in, in, in terms of they had circumstances to win a championship that no one else has ever had. So I, if anything, I think this team should be celebrated more than beat up mm-hmm. because who else has ever had to go through something like this? So this is a team that whoever wins a championship here will be a team that will forever be remembered for having to go through the most unusual circumstances that I hope will never have to take place again in our lifetimes. Uh, man, well said. Hey, hey, Mark, before we let you go, what about the, uh, there's been some issues about the, uh, the, the, the messages on the back of the jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what you can't say, what you can't say, you know, just explain about the, the messages. Certain things, players, there's a list of yeah, stuff. There's, there's, nearly, there's nearly 30 social justice messages that the players can choose from. Uh, they didn't want to put names because um, they felt like if they did not include a name that somebody could be hurt or offended that, hey, my you know loved one died to police brutality or due to violence and their name wasn't on the back. Um, I don't necessarily agree with that, but that was something that both sides, you got to remember, it's both sides, the Players Association and NBA agreed upon, but I, but I, you know, there wasn't anything like controversial, like defund the police or fight the power or anything like that. But I mean, like under the circumstances, like I think people forget if I would have told you a year ago that the NBA was going to allow the uh, players to put 30 different, choose from 30 different social justice messages to put on the back of their jerseys, you'd have laughed at me. Right. But let me get this straight. You can't put defund the police. You can't put China supporting Hong yeah. Kong. Yeah. You can't say that. that well, that wasn't, that wasn't any, that wasn't, those weren't agreed upon messages. Support right. Hong but, Kong. Yeah, yeah. But like, you can't, but you, you can't put Black Lives Matter, right? Which I think Black Lives Kyle, Matter. Kyle Corbett said he's doing that. Yeah. Well, every, that's become, I mean, not though, but everybody can do that now. I mean, you know, even even the president will probably have a Black Lives Matter. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but I mean, like. That's how mainstream has got. I, I do know. think, I mean, where uh, some of the players and, you know, everybody could do their own thing in terms of what they decide to do and some have decided not to use it. I, I do think it's a mistake because. Not to use it. Not not to pick one of the names because, to me, if you have Black Lives Matter, like Kyle Corver choosing Black Lives Matter on the, t- uh, the back of his jersey, I think is extremely powerful for a white man to have Black Lives Matter on the back of his jersey. It, it like also can conjure up conversations all over the world. Right. If if right. you know, I know LeBron James said did not have it on the back of his jersey, but. He has such a huge platform. If he had Black Lives Matter on the back, there might be some kid who lives in a racist family but is a big fan of his who says, you know what? If LeBron says that, I'm going to research it more. I'm going to look into it more. You know, um, I I, want to be a different person than perhaps my racist um, family members are. So, I think in the same way that the dream team had an impact on the world, 
in terms of falling in love with basketball. I think these games are going to be watched so much that these players like have a little, we need people to have some little patience for these games to start. Once these games start seeing these different messages on the back of the jerseys, seeing black lives matter on the court, like is going to be, I think extremely powerful. I've been moved by seeing guys kneeling in the premier league, uh, by guys milling in the MLS, um, wearing black lives matters, t-shirts and stuff like that. And I think the NBA's message, the, the emotions that will come from seeing those names on the jerseys and on stuff on the court and all that will be 10 times fold. So I, I do think that I respect those that decided not to, but for those who did, I think they'll be really proud of um, their selections. When and, they, and they're supposed to be some of like 13 different languages as well. Mm. Wow, that's good. So LeBron was—he was like one of the biggest names. That's not gonna. Does this yeah. put his name so, on? Anthony Davis, I think, said. And Joel Embiid too. So. Right. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll but then what kind of happens? That is the bigger conversation. Is well, why didn't you do it? And I worry that it might detract from the other guys that they didn't. You know. Yeah. But yeah. You no know, kudos to those who did. Yeah. What are you gonna put on yours, man? What are you gonna put on the back <laughs> of your uh, of your, your your like jacket or something? Or, or I mean, if, if, I, if I could have chose one right now, I'd put vote. Oh, yeah. Vote, yeah. That, that's a great one. Yeah, that's, that's a great one. Before we let you go, um, and you, you address the major thing that comes across when you first start talking to us is, the, is how, you, how safe you actually feel within that bubble. Because I think outside the bubble, there's, there's been a lot of skepticism, including for myself, um, about whether this is really going to work. But from what you're seeing, you 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 seem confident that this is that this is going to work. I, anything could happen, but I mean, yeah. f- from what I, you know right now, like, hey, I mean, like they say, Disney is the happiest place on earth. I think this bubble is going to be the healthiest place on earth. Could something perhaps go wrong? Yeah, right. It could, but at least I know that everybody in here is getting tested. I didn't have a test. Now that I passed it, I feel confident saying this, but. I didn't have a test till I got here. Right. Mm. But now I know that everybody I walk by is being tested daily. Right. Like, why would I not feel safe in that kind of environment? You know, um, everybody here has to social distance. Everybody here has to wear a mask. I'm I'm from the Bay Area and, and they're as safe as any place. But there's still a lot of people not wearing masks. There's, you know, every time I go to a store, I got to be worried about what I touch. Whereas here, things are being cleaned all the time. So is it foolproof? I don't know that we'll, time will tell. And I'm sure something will go wrong. But in terms of being safe, I feel 95% safer here than I did back home. Mm. That's a great point. Hey, well, listen, man, we can't, uh, can't wait to get you back after, uh, we got our first round of games because, uh, you know, like I said, man, it's like historic stuff. So I can't wait to to read your stuff as usual. Can't wait to just get that inside, inside stuff. But uh, keep your journal, brother. This is historic. You yeah. Know? This Thank is you, book. sir. Thank you very All much. Right. All, All right. right man. The, great, the great Mark Spears. All right, man, drink your, your toast. Give me, you know, some of that wine. That nice <laughs> wine you Y'all welcome to send me some, too. All right. Good, All good right. to know. All right. Later. All right, Mark, Thanks a lot, care, Mark. Man. That was a great Mark Spears. So cool. There you have it.
you know, uh, you know, we'll see, you know, um, yeah, you know, we'll see, we'll see, uh, we will but, see. I, I'll be tuning out. I may have not watched all the last dance, but I'll watch this. Right. And, you know, as, as I was, you know, I was, I was reading some stuff, uh, preparing for this and I can't, you know, I've been skeptical the whole time, whether, whether this is, you know, I, I was, I've always been saying, I believe it when I see it as far as games. Right, right, right. Um, but I can't lie, you know, I was just, you know, reading up, going, you know, I started to get a little excited about basketball. Uh, I, you know, I guess you can't help it. So yeah. hopefully, I mean, of course, we all hope that this does work. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, because, we, you know, um, this, then the NFL, right. you know, which, you know, I guess. Which they, well, they can't get, but they're not even talking about any kind of bubble or anything. I know, yeah, they just go on on play. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I just fucking play. So I gotta say, I have a little more confidence that the NBA can get it done than than the NFL. Yeah, or college yeah. football. Yeah, I know. Now, college football, they don't care, man. I just say, right. next man up. Right. You know, we we'll just recruit double. Yeah. A little football news. Uh, I know you. You know you. You wrote a big article on it a, a few weeks back, putting some pressure on on Daniel Steiner and the football team from Washington D.C. And then today they come out with. Uh, a statement saying that, that they are going to change the name. They don't know what to yet, um, but that they actually are going to change the name. You know, how do you, you know, what's your feeling about that announcement? Yeah, I mean, about time. But again, this is the whole thing about money rules. Right. This is about money, not morality. You know, a bit about morality, he would have done this, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Right. This is clearly money, you know, FedEx <laughs> You know, we're gonna pull out. We're, we're gonna, you can't. We're gonna take the naming rights away. Right. Uh, Nike, Pepsi. You know, right. so Snyder's in the corner and he's looking at dollars. Right. But I don't. He did not have a change of heart. You know, this is about money. And I guess I spoke to a a priest, a theologian. He's well. You know, you would have liked for it to come from the heart, but you know, you just take a win as a win. You know, right. and uh, you know. I mean, that has to be a a, a decent sign in terms of. I guess what what corporations are doing, the pressure that corporations put on uh, Snyder to do the right thing, I guess that's sort of a win. Well, so, but I mean, there's so much more the corporations have to do internally. Well, that's the thing. I mean, this is fine, uh, but also you're right. They've got to look do some soul searching. A lot of these firms have no black have very few of any black folks working for them. Right. Even our our industry. Right. You know in terms of reporters and producers and all that, our industry is terrible. Right. And even the NBA, you know, when you, so I think we have to continue to look past just the slogans and the superficial stuff. And people really have to, man, we need black, if black lives matter, then, uh, then hire them, employ right. them, promote them, <laughs> right. you know, right. that's it. And it's hard because these are lucrative jobs. You know, you, you see who's on TV and the promoters and the producers in the trucks and all those are coveted jobs. And who's going, you know, a lot of people ain't going to give that up. They could give lift service. Oh, man, you know, what, you know, but it's a good start. The corporates, but you know, you just have to keep the pressure on. I guess we're going to find out after the election or end of November. That's right. to me, it is a proof of the pie. If right. you've got the same stuff, same stuff, then that means that, same stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that same stuff is, is about to kill us all, you know. Yeah. So, you know, if things don't change in November, uh, things are looking grim. Yeah. So, 
Well, brother, but at least we got basketball to look forward to. <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully. I'm still I'm still on the I'll believe it when I see it. So we have That's about true. 15 days. Uh, he said, what, about 10 days until they start scrimmaging? Or, yeah, I mean, know. for three months, it's just, oh. it, it just, it's brutal, man. Could you imagine? I mean, it's brutal. Right. And then you're in, and I get it, they're in a bubble. Um, that's the good news and the bad news. Right, but and right, and they're in a bubble in the absolute epicenter right now. Yeah, yeah in you Florida. Know, right. I'm like, man, is this shit airborne? You know, you Florida know? where fit, they, they just got 15,000 cases in a day, which is more than New York ever got. So, I mean, I, you know, even if it's successful, it almost becomes, it could become a problem. Like, if, if Florida is, you know, still spiking or they're still getting that many cases and people start dying and then you have people, you know, you know, athletes in this bubble who are doing okay, that, that in itself brings about uh, issues. Yeah, you're coming back and we're going to let these guys come back. <laughs> so maybe you come, we're going to put you somewhere else, like in Utah or somewhere, right? like for right. another quarantine. But we'll see, man. I'm kind of like, you know, it's okay, let's see. Just like the NFL drafts, okay, let's... Yeah, let's see. And, and I'm sure there are people who are at the NBA, NFL, who are looking forward to the delivery part of this, the crowd, the noise, the graphics, you know, how do we make this like uh, NBA 2K? Right. You know, right. so, you know. And, you're, and you've said this all along. I mean, it, whatever they do here, whatever, whatever the NBA does in terms of the graphics and the sound will probably never leave us again. You yeah. know, it'll probably, probably be incorporated into whatever happens, even when we return to whatever normal is. You're right. There's going to be some. So, so I think all oh, this is fascinating, man, you know. What comes after the next season? Right. What do they keep from this? You right. know. So uh, stay tuned, man. But we look forward to getting Spears on the line uh, after we've got these games. Uh, so you know. Yeah. All good, man. Yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll take I'll take some entertainment. Yeah, hey, man. Are you kidding me? People are like chomping at the bit. You know, it's going to probably the highest ratings in the history. These <laughs> <laughs> were off the roof, off the chart, man. Unprecedented. Right, right. Make that money, NBA. Make that money. Make that money. All right, brother. Well, listen, man, this has been another unprecedented, unique version of Bill Roden on sports. Uh, still hoping everybody's out there staying safe, staying occupied. You know, on behalf of me, uh, Jamal, Aaron, everybody stay safe. God bless and uh, keep your fingers crossed. <laughs>
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.